Testing, testing, one, two, three. What's up, George? What's going on in the House of Craze tonight? In the House of Craze tonight, we are going to devote an entire show to a topic, a Get Ooh. Your Mets topic about Ooh. the long-term effects of critics and creatives. So stay tuned for that. We're going to be talking about that next. Let's get it. <laughs> Show for independence all around, giving you a platform to spread your word all over town. Cause the craze is the place to promote to your fans with the dream of Medina and Sam the Crazy Man. Subscribe to our show and never miss an episode. It's time to get your mans, listen to us on the go. Updated every week, we never miss a day. Join the squad, come on in. It's time to catch the craze. If you are an independent, catch the craze. Making moves on your own, catch the craze. On your grind in the streets, catch the craze. Join the movement. Catch the craze. Yeah, George, we did it again. Come on now. Now you want to do it. Catch the craze. Welcome to Catch the Craze Podcast. I'm your host with the most of the crazy man, Vero. And I am with George the Dreamer, Mandana. What's happening, everyone? Welcome to another exciting episode of Catch the Craze. It is Tuesday, July 11th. What up, Lupons? It is July 11th. It's 8 p.m. here in the East Coast. Uh, Sammy's at 7 p.m., I believe, in the Midwest. And uh, we are chilling. We are going to be talking tonight with you guys for about 45 minutes. On just the topic, we're gonna to be talking shop tonight. No guests tonight. It's just Sammy, myself, and the rest of you out there in chat land. So if you're in the chat, please say what up. If you haven't done so yet and you're in the chat, subscribe to the channel, Word. give us a like, comment, you know, do all that fun stuff. Hit the bell so you know when we go live. You usually, go live. <laughs> usually go live on uh, Tuesday nights at bell. 8 p.m. That's when we go live. Yo, what up, Gil? Uh, and around us, everybody's in the house. I love it. I love it. Thank you, guys everybody. For yeah, everybody. Everybody. Yeah, man. But uh, but yeah, my brother. You know, we are gonna be chilling tonight. We're gonna be talking. We're gonna give you guys a little breakdown on what we've been up to and what's coming up. Where you can, you know see us, catch up with us, and yeah. uh, then we're gonna jump right into it, Sammy. So what's going on with you, dog? What you get up? down on it? Oh man, what's been going on? I've been busy. Yeah. So um, um, Kickstarters are going out this week. So um, I sent nice. all the um, digital versions out. So if you check your inbox, check your junk mail, your spam folder, sure. um, uh, digital rewards already went out and physical rewards are going out this week. So um, almost done packing. And uh, so they should be out in the post office hands and by Friday, the latest, um, but as early as tomorrow. So um, yeah, so look in your mailbox for that. And the landing page for book number six is live. So uh, check it out. If you haven't signed up for book number six of There's an Alien in My Toilet, go and check it out. Um, link is in the chat. And uh, so that's exciting. So that's done. Um, and let's see what else is going on. I got the tour, the book tour coming up. So in a couple of weeks, I'll be at the Denton Art Exposition at the Denton Civic Center on the 5th. And then right after that, I'll be at Collected Comics and uh, games of a book signing in-store book signing and then in september i'll be at the college station comic con in october and onton comic fest so um that's pretty dope what's up asap imagination oh, sure. right. um 
Jesus. Yeah, so that's going on there. Um, let's see what else is going on. Oh, and then there's the art contest. But instead oh, yeah. of me, yeah, but instead Wait of down. me rambling about the art contest, let me just play it for you. Hey, are you an artist? Do you think you could draw duty? Prove it. If you think you could draw duty, prove it. I'm hosting a contest up to August 1st. That's the deadline to submit your submission of duty. And the caveat it is duty and one of the characters from the series in a dramatic comedic scene. Draw that, submit it by in any form except the AI. You can't use AI. Um, any form except for AI submitted by the first with a chance to win $100 plus four free ads on Cast the Craze podcast plus an uninterrupted one hour interview with you and your career path plus you get featured in issue number six of there's an alien on my toilet uh, with your mugshot and the art and a bio about you plus on dutiesworld.com the same bio and information about you with links directing traffic to you Oh man, I'm giving the world away just to prove that you can draw duty. You said you can. A lot of people have tried, really haven't captured the essence of duty. Are you going to be the one to capture it? Are you going to be the one? So go to dutiesworld.com today, hit that link, read the description, follow it to the letter, send the email of your uh, submission to contact at for a chance to win some major prizes. Brooklyn style. You had to die, though. I never so heard that. Like, <laughs> but man, you you are mad aggressive. You think you could draw? Prove it. Yo, like, that's whoa, that's whoa. straight up. That's straight up New York, easy, baby. <laughs> Yo, easy. Okay, you okay. think you could do it? <laughs> Jesus Christ! I'm like, why you gotta be so aggressive? All Yo, the that's, that's the only way I know how, baby. Jesus Christ! Oh my God! Prove it. Your duty. I'm a product of my environment. Oh, man. <laughs> Woo. All right. Well, listen, that sounds dope, man. That sounds good. So August 1st, August 1st is the yes. deadline. Make yes. sure you uh, send everything in. Read those directions. Otherwise, Sammy's coming after you. I've seen George three nights in a row. Yo, JD, what up, dog? Get an order of protection. I've been busy. <laughs> That's true. I was on JD's show on Sunday. Then I was uh, on with the guys over at Bitten Apple TV. Big shout out to to uh, Written Ralph over there. We were there last night, and now we're here today. Yeah, man, JD, I'm I'm everywhere, brother. Hey, listen, man. Like I said on Sunday, my condolences. I know you're going through some stuff right now, but you know, keep your head up, my dog. He had to cancel his Kickstarter because he had some stuff going on. Personally. Yeah, man. Salud, uh, JD. Yeah, man. My my my, uh, my thoughts go out to you and your fam, dog. So, um, yeah, dude. I mean, it's it's been it's been uh, it's been quite. <coughs> Quite uh, a few days, but what else you got? You got, you got. No, that's it. But uh, yeah, but uh, oh, the contest. Kid in the comic. A kid in the comic, volume number two. I mean, the yeah, the, the, the second issue is on that's its right. way. That's right. Um, it's uh, uh it's a. I think it's just been printed, so it's, uh, it's starting to get distributed and shipped out. So that's pretty exciting. Um, uh, I'm really excited about a kid in the comic, and a lot of there's getting there's a lot of momentum and a lot of big news coming from that whole thing. So uh, check that out. Check that out pretty soon. But. As far as the, um, the art contest, you need, in order for the art contest to be live, I need at least three more submissions. So we've got two. Um, we've had two from one person and then one from another. So what's up? And uh, yeah, but uh, in order for it to be live and to um, um, for anybody to win, I need a minimum of five um, entries. So, and the deadline is August 1st. But uh, you also have a book signing coming up, don't you? I do, my friend. I do. It is going to be going down. On July 19th, 
over in Queens, man. You know, old neck of the woods. My World old collectible over in uh, at 9601 Metropolitan Avenue. Make sure you head out there. I'm going to be there from 3 to 6. We're going to be signing books for Designated. I was the letterer on the book. We're yeah. going to be doing that with uh, Mr. Uh, Mark Torres. Mark Torres yeah. and the crew will be there. Whoa. Yeah. Here we go. Show lights. Yeah, uh, yeah, we're going to be doing that on Wednesday, July 19th. It's comic book day. That's next week. So make sure you head out there. If you're in the, in the uh, in Queens, check us out. It's going to be dope. It's going to be and, really good times. Yeah, and you also got this going on. And then I also have Rust 5377. Issue number one is, uh, is right now available in digital form at anyoneworld.com. There is a link on my website. So if you go to getyourmedswithaz.com, go to the shop and uh, look for the digital uh, copy of the book. It's only $1.99. And I, I want to thank everyone who already picked up a copy. Thank you so very much. The next issue is coming out at the end of this month, July 24th, I believe, is when we will be releasing that one. So issue number two is coming. Issue one is live right now. Make sure you pick up a copy of that. Uh, big shout out to uh, Mr. Paul Hayden, Hades, from ASAP Imagination. Big shout out to him. I'm actually going to be writing uh, three issues of his comic, Dead of Night. I send in the, the uh, issue number two script already. It's with the editor. And then uh, we're going to be starting to work on that right away. Exciting news for Mr. Hades. He was over at, in London. You know, he was at the London Comic Con. London Bridge is falling down. He met uh, Simon Williams. Uh, wow. Yeah, yeah. They became buddies. Real good friends. Oh. Well, they took pictures together. They got videos. They they joking around. And uh, as a matter of fact, I'm not going to spoil anything, but he enjoyed the book Dead of Night, and he's looking forward to uh, when we uh, put it together as a graphic novel uh, because it will be more news once that happens. I'm not going to spoil it for him. But awesome. uh, but yeah, dude, it's it's uh, yeah, I've been busy, man. I've been busy lettering, writing, uh, writing my own stuff. I'm I'm, I'm writing a, a new a new comic for myself. I'm doing yeah. the edits right now. So yeah. Yeah, dude. And uh, yeah, and then I'll have more news later on this month about stuff that's coming up in the fall. So awesome. Oh, yeah. Terrific Con, dude. Terrific Con's happening at terrific, the terrific, yeah, terrific. July 28th through the 30th. I'm going to be at Terrific Con. Just walking the floor with my boys with uh, Aníbal Arroyo, who's in the, uh, in the chat, and uh, Jonathan Syfax. We're going to be out there just chilling, hanging out. Chilling and like so a villain. If you're, if, you're in, uh, if you're in Connecticut, Mohegan Sun, check out Terrific Con. We're going to be out there just hanging out. Word, yeah, yes, yeah. I, I'm not, uh, I'm not doing any shows that I have to travel other than Alien Con, which is in San Francisco. Next year. When is that? That is next year, you said. Yes, next year. I think it's March. Alien Con, and it's and it's run by A and E Network, and oh, it's a nice. big event, and it's all of the the big lecturers that talked about UFO conspiracy, all those UFO documentaries, all those producers and writers and their and narrators. They're all going to be there. So I'm. Nice. Um, I'm going to have a booth with duty and we're going to go all in. Nice. It'll be fun. That's yeah, the only right. one I'm going to do. I was going to drive until I realized it was, I think it was like 19 hours. Like, oh, forget it. I'm going to fly. Do they, <laughs> do they have other, other like comics there? Like, is it, or you just kind of. There's like... a No, there's a, there's, there's a whole um, artist arena oh, uh, section. Yeah. And they have, but the people um, sell like novelties and alien stuff and all that stuff, whatever. So I'm going to go there. I'm going to have a nice, um, I'm, I'm probably going to have uh uh, either the blow up version or the cardboard version of duty to stand up. So, you know, yeah. kids can take pictures with it. Right, I'll right. have the UFO hovering over my table. So I'm really going to go crazy with that one. Is it like a family event? Like, like it's a, yeah, it's everybody. I mean, nice. every, anybody who's into extraterrestrials and conspiracy theories, all that stuff, they all go there. It brings in thousands and thousands of people. 
cool, man. He's cool, my friend. Simon. <laughs> Absolute gentleman. Yeah, man. He seemed like a cool dude, man. He seemed like a cool dude. Yeah. But uh, yeah, dude. I mean, convention season, man. It's big time right now. Like, there, yeah. there are a lot. Like, like, just last weekend here in New York, there were like three or four at the same time. Like, between yeah. the street fairs and the conventions. It's 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 definitely yeah. convention season for sure. Yeah. For I'm sure. not doing any of the fan expos next year. They jacked up the prices in yeah. Artist Alley, and it doesn't justify doing it. They only give you a six foot table, barely any yeah. space. They don't promote you. They don't put your name on the website. They wait <laughs> last minute. They wait last minute to send you your information like two weeks before, three weeks before. Uh, there's no respect for the artists, and they raised it by they added uh, in, uh, in Texas. The artist table last year was 350. Now it's 500 and change, whatever. I was like, yo, it's like a markup of almost 40. percent I'm like, get out of here, bro. Damn. So, and Expo and me, we're done. I'm gonna go to the other shows outside of around it. Yeah, no, I hear that, dog. Yeah. They, they do. They get expensive, man. They get expensive because they got to pay for the celebrities. That's why. So they're jacking up. They're taking it from the little guy. Okay. So I'm like, ah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, because you you figure they got they got to get these people in. They got to put them in hotels. You know what I mean? They they they're paying for everything. Travel, hotels, Travel, food, all that. Yeah. So you know, where's it gonna come from? Not there. Yeah, PR people. Yeah. Word, right? Yeah. I know it's crazy. It's crazy. Ooh, yeah, man. But I think uh, I think we're ready, bro. Yo, we're ready. Let's do this. Let's, Let's talk do. about it, man. Let's do it. What doesn't kill you? The long-term effects of critics and on creatives. Critics on creatives. C on C. What's up with that, baby? C on C. Well, all right. So, so we've. I mean, I've told this story many, many times about the reason why I stopped drawing one. I mean, not one like uh, Russ way back in the day, right? <laughs> I, I'm telling you, I'm gonna, I'm gonna put, I'm gonna make a book <laughs> called Gordy and Garish. And they're, gonna be two, and they're gonna be two buddies who I think you already made, the, made that book. Yeah, 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 no, I did. But now it's gonna be like actual characters of these things, and literally just they'll be just gaudy and garish, and they'll just hang out. Because, yeah, like like you mentioned, that's exactly what a critic said about the art which I was doing on Russ way back in the day. Back and so, day. you know, obviously that uh that hit the ego hard to the point where I was like, you know what. Maybe I'm just going to write this book. and uh, But I'm going to finish it. I'm not going to stop. It's not going to deter me. But I'm going to finish the book. I'm just not going to draw it. Because it's going to take a very long time for me to learn perspective, uh, you know, right. anatomy, and all that other stuff. Time that I was not willing to put in. And that's a decision I guess you got to make. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. You got to make that decision. You got to decide, okay, what am I going to do? Am I going to go ahead and, and, and quit completely? Am I going to you know, prove this person wrong and, and, and learn how to draw and, and, and do that, which that's awesome that you do. Or am I just going to say, you know what? Let me write this book. Let me be, I, I, I created it. I'm the writer. Let me continue. So what are the long-term effects of a critic, you know, bashing your stuff, saying trauma, stuff bro. no good? Trauma. And, and, and you know what's crazy? I was talking to, I was talking to actually to, to, to Hades. And sometimes it, it happens for you too. It starts at home sometimes. Yeah. Right? Mm -hmm. the, 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 the critics and the critiques and the naysayers and the, you know, well, like you said, you, you have that story about, you know, your, your stepdad, I think, saying, so you're just going to copy your entire life? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Garish colors. Yeah, man. Salute. What up, Rick? So, um, 
Sam, no respect for that artwork, bro. Yo, dude. He said, yo, I, we let her in this? Yeah, it was it was the night before a show. It was, it was like midnight. It was, right? And we, <laughs> we, we knew a guy. Uh, yeah, brother. So, so, yeah. So, let's talk a little bit about what happens, dude. What happens psychologically to creators, uh, especially indie creators, when, when, when they get things like this thrown their way. Yeah, uh, my character was called Generic, so I flipped it and named one Eric, Eric Jenner. Jenner. Nice, <laughs> Generic, Eric Generic. Eric. Yeah. So, um, no, I think it all depends. You know, it's it all depends on the person and how they process it, right? And you know, there there are people who are going to be like, you know what, I can't do this anymore, you know, because it could be devastating, right? And uh, because they put so much weight on w one person's opinion. And, um, and the words we choose can be devastating. You know, it's, um, I'll give you the example. You know, it's like, you know, I, I shared the story about, you know, my mom's boyfriend, when he ripped into me, he says, you'll never amount to a real artist because of, you know, all you do is copy. Right. Mm -hmm. And I had a choice to make, right. I got pissed. I went into my clubhouse that I, that I had in the yard. How old were you? How old were you at the time? Oh, I was, um, cause I think age matters too. I was in junior high school, yeah. junior high school, like seventh grade or whatever. Damn. Seventh grade. Yeah. 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 Sure. Um, yeah, just, I just started junior high school. I, I went from sixth grade from elementary school to junior high. Yeah. And, um, uh, and I went to my clubhouse in, in the back and I was sulking and I was boohooing. And then I was like, then, you know, then it's that kid from Jamaica Queens kicked in and it's like, you know what? I'll prove him wrong. Right. And I was like, all right. And so I flipped the script and I do remember like I could in perspective and me just did not get along. And it wasn't until I met Sal Mandela at uh, the School of Visual Arts. Mm -hmm. You know, he had a great way of um, identifying your shortcomings without making you feel inadequate. Right. He was a teacher. That was his. You know, he worked for the big boys. And so I remember you would draw something. You would sit down with him. He'd take tracing paper over your, your product, and then he would show you how the perspective should be based on where you what you illustrated, right? And he's like, and then he would, he, here's what he would tell you, walk you through it. Here's where your balancing line, whatever. So I felt safe, right? But if when but the difference is when you go and you do a, you know, I, I, the editors are the same way, they're critics, right? So when you do portfolio reviews at the big cons, and you're standing online, what they say to you can make or break you and devastate you. What was that, what was that thing where you were standing online and somebody was getting ripped in front of you? And you're like, I'm gonna come, I have to come back. I was like, deuces, <laughs> I think my mom's calling me, right? <laughs> you know, the point, yeah, you know, I'm online, I'm with Robert Garrett. It was at the Wizard yeah. World, I think it was Chicago, or and uh, I'm we're online, and I'm like, all right, and they you know we're both nervous, right? Because Robert was pissed because. There was nobody to show his manuscripts to, right? And because uh, they weren't taking it, you would have to drop off the manuscript. But they would always tell you you need an artist. Mm, and yeah, so yeah. I, I'm online. It was like, yo, we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna suck it up. And so I'm online. I'm watching. This kid goes and he opens up his portfolio, and the editor says, "Is this what you're gonna show me?" And the kid looks and he goes, "This is what you're gonna show me." So if you're gonna waste my time, this what you know what? Let's do this. And he opened it up and he started. It was a. It was a. I was like, oh no. And I walked away. I was like, yo, Robert, I'm out. <laughs> I'm out. Yo, I'm Rob, not going to be embarrassed chill. by any of you. Those, those, can't, can't uh, teach, <laughs> those who can't teach, teach. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah. Damn. Yeah. But, but it, right. it was traumatic. And, um, dude, and, dude I mean, I got absolutely. slaughtered all the time. I mean, every submission I submitted, 
you know, I would get rejection letters like you suck, you suck, you suck, you suck, you suck. <laughs> and, 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 I, and I said it, you know, with um, Top Cow. They sent me Michael Turner's art. They didn't send me a letter, no nothing. They just no sent me his art. And I got the message. They said, if it doesn't look like this, don't waste our time. I was like, <laughs> damn, oh, this game savages. is brutal, savages. right? <laughs> so it can. But, you know, I, I'm, I was just too stubborn for my own good. And I just kept fighting through. Um, yeah, I mean, I think there's different ways to go about it. But you also got to you also got to remember where is the critique coming from? Who is it coming from? Is it a reputable source or is it just somebody who's maybe sometimes sometimes you'll get a critic who's just envious of what you're doing and just wants to, you know, they're like, ah, you know what? If I say enough bad things to this kid, you'll probably just stop doing it because yeah. it's actually not bad. You know, so yeah. you got to really think about where it's coming from and, and act accordingly. That's, I think part of why we continue to do this, Sam, is because we love it. That's we it. love it. It doesn't. It doesn't matter what people say. It doesn't matter what they say to you or whatever. We just love it. And to be honest with you, I didn't love drawing as much as I loved writing. And that's the truth. Because if I loved drawing as much as I loved writing, I would have continued. I would have continued. No, nothing would have stopped. Just much like you. Nothing would. Have, I'm. I'm a very stubborn person myself. I just. I just didn't. I was like, you know what? It's not worth it. I'd rather. I like writing anyway. So. I, I focused all my energy on writing and writing, you know, the best story I could. And so that's what I did. And, and I finished it, you know, six issues yeah. later, I finished it. Because the truth of the matter was when I was doing it without a script and without anything, by issue number three, I, I had no idea where the story was going. I had hit a wall. And there was no, I, I had written myself into a wall and that was it. The, the story had just hit, you know, rock bottom. So I had to, I had to go back and rewrite a lot of the things that I had written. And, it, and I'm, I, you know, I'm better for it. You know, I'm better. Yeah, for, yeah. I'm not... I th you know, for me, I always looked at the rejection letters as a badge of honor. I, I felt like it was part of the process. It was That's part of going to war, right? You got to take your lumps. You're going to take your hits. And I just felt like it was part of it, right? So, um, and because I read so many stories about, you know, how Charles Schultz and all the rejection letters and all these, the people that I looked up to and what they went through. And I was like, oh, you know, you know, who am I to think that, you know, I'm going to have an easy ride, you know? So, you know, for me, it was like, but it, it it forced me to really, really work harder. You know what I'm saying? It's like to prove to prove to myself. And a lot of it has to do with the, you know, the, the values I get from my mom. And my mom would tell me, she goes, everyone's going to have an opinion of you, but it's what, how you see yourself is most important. So for me, it was like, you know what? If I'm creating for me, I love what I do and I'm going to keep doing it. And I have a responsibility to myself to get better. You know, I, I didn't take it, you know, for granted. You know, when I got feedback, whether it was, you know, a disrespectful feedback or whatever it is, there's always some truth to, to what people say. Right. So I got to say, all right, let me take a hard look at this. Uh, and and, you know, the best thing I did was take 10 years off because coming back into the game, it forced me to look at pages differently and, you know, my page design differently and really, you know, try to catch up and accelerate my journey. But if you put too much stock in, that's why. What is it? Rotten Tomatoes. Right. How many times a movie gets smashed on Rotten Tomatoes, yeah. but yet it becomes a blockbuster success? Right. I, yeah. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So it's like you but, can take a grain of salt with everything. There's yeah. some truth to every to, to things, you know, a self-assess and then figure out what it is that you got to do to improve from the last. time. Every time you touch a page, every time you write, every time you draw, you, there should be some sort of process, uh, evolution process. That's the way I look at it. 
Yeah, I, I think, uh, and I'm going to make my point, but before I do, for those watching, there's quite a few of you watching, and we appreciate all of those those views. If you have stories about, if you're a creator out there and you have stories about maybe a critic said something to you, put it in the chat. Let us know a little bit about it if you want to share some of your stories. But I'm um, going back to your to your uh, to your Rotten Tomatoes thing. Not only not only do some of these movies become blockbuster success, some of them don't. But are yeah. still really good movies that you don't yes. realize how good they were until you sat down and you rented out the DVD or streamed it online, and you were like, "Yo, well, you know what? This movie's not that freaking bad. What the hell were they talking about?" Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Because sometimes, again, you got to see where the source is coming from. What what is the reason for that review? Why? What's behind the review? You know what I mean? Like sometimes you got to make your own decisions. E even if you hear a comic book is bad or, or you know, that thing is ugly, buy it for yourself. Especially yeah. if it's an indie. Support a, it. A, a perfect you example know? was back in the days with, with Liefeld, bro. Everyone was trashing Rob Liefeld, his art style, right? <laughs> but I was picking up Young Blood. I was picking yeah. up, you know, X-Force. I was being upset. So I was like, you know, if, if so, and I was making my own judgment on whether or not I found joy or in reading that material or whatever it is. So I think you got to make it your own. How, how was, and I never read Youngblood, to be honest with you. How, how was the story itself? Because he, he wrote the stories too, right? Yeah. The, the, yeah. The, it, it was fun in the beginning, then it got gimmicky, mm -hmm. right? So in the beginning, he had a really good quality stuff. And then it just got gimmicky with crossovers and, wow, and you know, was, big splashy. You know what I'm saying? Then it started getting diluted. You know what I'm saying? It's like a perfect example. It's like, <clears throat> you know, when you go, and you go to your favorite restaurant and they're known for this one dish, right? And it's just startup. It's just a startup restaurant. So they're putting a lot of love and everything. But then once they start getting all this traffic and all the, it starts losing that flair that it had, you know, so that because they, now they have to make more because they're getting more and more people show up. So they're not putting the same level of detail to it. That's what happened with the young blood, right? So in the beginning, it was, it was hot because he wanted to put his passion into it. And then as it started blowing up, you know, they started spreading themselves thin, and and then the, the story, story, in my opinion, just changed. Mm. It also depends on the synergy. I mean, all in X Men, nope on Hellboy, no one better. Yeah, I mean, it, yeah, it depends on the book, right? It depends yeah. on sometimes are you writing the right story? Yeah, you know. And listen, I for me, you know, I never liked Seinfeld's art. I just didn't like it. But art is subjective, bro. Like that's the other yeah. thing. Art is subjective. What what some people think it's great art, other people may think, man, eh, it's not so good. I think what's gonna what's gonna cement that story is the actual story, what you're reading. And that's why it's that's so important, dude. Like art is subjective and so are stories. I mean, listen, I, I don't really I'm not a big zombie guy, but when I read The Walking Dead, when I read the comic, not I didn't watch the show, never watched the show. But when I read the comic, Robert Kirkman's a really good writer, bro. He's a yeah. really good writer. He really knows how to how to like catch you, capture you. And get you in there. He did it. He did it with Invincible. Same thing. You know how many mm -hmm. how many superhero stories did we have? And then when you put me onto that, I was like, "Yo, this is not bad, bro. This is actually really good." So you know, I, I think I think we turn things away too soon, especially when we hear critics talk about how good or how bad it is. And unfortunately, you kind of need them sometimes, you know, in the back of the book just to give you a little clout. You know what I mean? And yeah. When there was a time you, when they give you a good review, you're like, yeah, this guy's a great review. Right. When they give you yeah. a bad review, you're like, he's a jerk. You know, yeah, there about. was a time, you know, back in, you know, the early days of Crazy Comics, I was just sending free material to critics. Right. I just wanted... Because that was the thing, right? That, that was, was the, the thing, thing right? I mean, yeah, I was like, pom, 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 pom. Now I don't really care. You know, so for me, it's like now I'm just having fun doing what I want to do. I'm not sending anything. If you pick it up and you want to do a critique yeah. on it, that's fine. Yeah. But I'm not 
I'm not intentionally looking to send anything, any of my work to a critic. My critic is the people that actually purchase it and read it. Um, and so I think, you know, there was a point in time where I felt like, especially when you're an indie um, and you, and you want to get name recognition, you want to get your word out, you want other forms of meat press. Um, it's a great resource, but um, don't, don't put all your eggs in one basket because be careful because you just might not get the result you're looking for. And you got to be prepared to deal with that too. Right. Not a professional critique, but I've had negative comments on starting my company because people misinterpret indie for cheap. And no, yeah, mm. yeah, it, indie has a bad rap as a whole. It does that stigma, right? The books are never going to get finished. They're not quality. You know, they're indies for a reason. You know, all that nonsense. Yeah. And and I'll tell you this: indies are stepping up their game big time, bro. Like yeah. the indies of today aren't the indies we saw back in the early two thousands, bro. Like, right in the early two thousands, indies were very different. You know, very, very different. The mocha, look at the mocha. Mocha is very different. You know, mocha, you had to stay okay, with yeah. comics, You know what I mean? And, and, and that's what they wanted. Now you go to a mocha show and it's like, it's not like that anymore. You have the big schools now, you know, there. You, they have the big art schools. It that, always starts that, that way, right? There. It always starts at where it's, it's you know, pop culture. It, you know, it's, it's, it's retro. It's, it's for the taboo stuff, right? The unknowns, the, un, you know, the, the unsung heroes, the new right. and up and comers, right? The underground stuff, and then as that event grows in popularity, now the big boys want to take over. That's mm -hmm. basically how it works, you know. And 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 that's the unfortunate part, you know. That's why for me, you know, it's like for me, it's important that I find the shows that that cater to, like Waco, the show that I did in Waco. Um, that show brought in about 50,000 people, right? But it was so indie friendly, mm -hmm. so indie friendly. You know, you got an eight foot table with, with with a ten foot booth, right? You have all this space behind you. They put your name on the website. You know, you get no stress going there. You get good communication. You know, and the fans are indie uh, friendly, right? Mm -hmm. And so, mm -hmm. um, but then you look at a fan expo, which is all mainstream focus. Indies don't get the respect. You get a six foot table. You're squeezed in with everybody. You barely have enough room to walk around your table. You know what I'm saying? You got like a foot behind you with your backdrop and your chair. So you're like tight, right? They don't get your name on the website. They don't, they don't, they don't tell you if you got approved. They take your money immediately, right? And then and then you don't get the information like a couple of weeks before the show. Why would you want to do a show that like that? Because it brings in a bigger crowd. That crowd's there for the celebrities. They're not there for you. You know, find a, 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 a indie focused um, event where you have a greater chance of creating awareness and all that other stuff. Um, what's this? A good constructive bit of criticism can help sharpen your skills. It can make you better overall, but you got to be realistic and willing to take. Yeah, you got to take your lumps. You know, uh, I, I'm. There's always a critic, bro. Anywhere you go, like I said, it's a matter of taste. Um, same thing. You know, I just did a show on pricing. It's a matter of taste. If someone thinks that your book is worth paying that amount that you priced it at, they're going to pay for it. Um, but not, it's not everyone's going to do it. It's a matter of whether or not they like it. So don't put all your eggs in one basket. Don't, don't make the critic bigger than they are. That's what happens. We put them on a pedestal and then, you know, you get, you get, you, you know, your heart breaks. Um, now, if your hero tells you, yo, your stuff, you know, you show it to your hero and he gives you, you know, heart, then you got to say, you know what, damn, what I miss, you know, well, that's what it, and, and I think that that's the mistake that, a lot of us make it, it's it we only listen to the people we want to listen to yeah. and i think that that's a mistake i i think that you can get something from everybody mm -hmm. I, I don't think it has to be a professional that tells you hey your perspective is off if an if a non-professional tells me that there's something to that i mean they, i mean 
yeah, I'm not, I'm not saying like a little, a little kid, like, yeah, hey, perspective's off. What are you doing with that? Like, I'm talking about like somebody who's actually done it, who's maybe yeah. gone to school for it. It's not a professional artist, but they know what perspective is. If that person tells me a perspective off, I'm not gonna be like, get out of here, man. You don't know what to talk about. And then all of a sudden, you know, Jim Lee tells me a perspective off, and all of a sudden, oh, Jim Lee's right, my perspective's off. And you've been told that for years, didn't listen to it, didn't want to change it because you thought you were good until this person told you. Now it's like, now you got to go and learn it. I think you yeah. need But to that's why I say there's always truth to something. People. Yeah, it, it, that's why I say there's some truth to whatever everybody's saying. It comes from somewhere. It's got to be something, and you have to self-reflect. The hard part is going back and self-reflecting, right, and going and assessing it. You know, that's why I always say do something, put it away, come back to it, and look at it with a fresh set of eyes, um, you know. But um, that's why, you know, I believe, you know, one thing I do miss is being around other artists, right? You know, and, and just learning from how they approach a page layout and design and all that stuff, whatever, because that, you know, you know, it sharpens the knife, it sharpens the blade, right? So you want to be around other people. Same thing with writers, art writers club. You want to be able to talk shop and talk, you know, you know, pacing and all this other stuff, because all it does is sharpen you. Um, I miss those things. Right. And, uh, you know, so I think that prepares you for that. Yeah, no, and, and that's that's the reason why I still go to conventions. Even if mm -hmm. I'm not, even if I'm not behind the table, I still go there just for that, for the camaraderie, for the. Mm -hmm. You leave those conventions and you're you're inspired. You're inspired to continue to create, even if you're not behind the table. Because sometimes being behind the table is very daunting, bro. Like at the end of the day, it's an eight-hour day, three days. Exhausting. It's exhausting, bro. Mentally, emotionally, you know what I mean. Like so, sometimes that also get. But I love doing that too because. You know, you 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 feel you're fulfilled. Whether you sold one book, two books, fifteen books, a hundred books, you come back and you're like, all right, somebody wants my stuff. Especially yeah. if you get some good feedback from it. Um, and going back to to Aniba's comment about constructive criticism, that's what it's got to be, though. It's got to be constructive. It can't just yeah. be you suck. It's got to be, <laughs> hey man, that doesn't look good, but I'm gonna tell you why. What what you're I doing? I'm gonna tell you you're why. Going, you're going here. You're doing that. Yes. that's wrong. You know, when you get that, that's different. Now, yes. now I can work with this. Okay, you showed me where the mistake was. Now I can, I can, I can change that. Yeah. Um, what, what, uh, what is Rick saying? He's saying judgment can be paralyzing. Sometimes we're just better off just executing and committing to the infinite goal of improvement. Yeah, I mean that's what I, you know. Again, you know, I, I'm a student, true and true. I love learning. Um, I watch a lot of um, uh, artists drawing on YouTube. You know, I love at conventions. I love when I'm next to artists at conventions, you know, and because you can see them when they're drawing something. Uh, I, I'm always peeking over to see how they approach the layout. Right. It's like it, that that fascinates me, bro. You know, it's like I was like, oh, man, I didn't think of approaching it from that aspect or whatever it is. Um, now, wait, does it have to be a professional artist or no, any artist? No, I'm an artist. Ali. Most of them are independents. Mm -hmm. Um, um and uh, they usually put the professional and artist added in a separate section, and then they put us. But, but but do you compare? In other words, all right. So do you sit there with an eye of I'm trying to learn from this guy, or I'm better than this dude? Like how no. do you how do you look? It's at always that? about how it's always like how, learning. It's always about how are they approaching the page? So can how you, are they? So huh? can you learn from somebody who has less skill than you? Do you think? Yeah, absolutely. You can learn from everybody. Okay. You can learn from a kid, bro. I was watching a kid. I was at a park, <laughs> and this kid, he drew something. He drew Snoopy. And, you know, for me, Snoopy was always difficult. I don't know why. I could never get the look down. And I watched this kid draw Snoopy. I was like, oh, that's how he approached it. Look at that shit. Nice. Right? So, for me, it's like, you can learn from it. You just got to be open. You got to be willing. You know what I'm saying? It's like, 
Yeah. Everybody, that ah, kid reminded me of that kid at the beach where he says, Mister, that's not how you swim, right? And when I got beat up by a wave, and the kid was like a five-year-old yelling at me. And I was like, because I, I got beat up on the water. But um, <laughs> I, I think you got to be willing to learn. I, dude, I, I've always been a student in everything. I, I studied the game. I'm always trying to figure, whether it's comics, whether it's podcasting, whether it's writing, whatever it is, I'm always trying to learn from others. And, uh, you know, and when I go to conventions, walking the floor and checking out, um, you know, what other people are doing and how they're doing and how they're approaching it and listening to their conversations and their pitches, you know what I mean? It helps you fine tune your approach. You got to be a sponge, man. You got to be a sponge. You really do. And, and I think you have to, you have to be willing to, to learn from everyone, right? Not just the professionals, not just people who have done it, like everybody, like everybody, everybody, everybody. And, and, and know what you're taking from everybody, I think. Because at the end of the day, when, when somebody tells you your, your stuff sucks, you know, you got to be able to say, okay, let me look back. Let me, let me think, okay, why is this person saying that? Is he just being a jerk? Or what can I do better? The fact that y'all got a body of work to analyze and critique is a victory in itself. Thanks, man. That, that is, that's Thank a good point, man. That's a good point. Thank I you. actually wanted to ask, I don't know if Paul still, when, when, the, uh, when it wasn't a professional critique, when they said, when they gave you negative comments on starting your own company, like what was your, what was your reaction? How did you react? Or how do you, what do you, how do you combat that, right? Like if yeah. somebody's just telling you, hey, man, you're never going to do that. Do you, like, oh, I'll show you. Or is it more of like, yeah, whatever, man. And you just keep it moving. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, do you waste energy? Uh, you know, come back. no, I don't think you never want to go back and forth, especially if the person I, is just giving I, you a I, statement. I don't have time for that. I don't have time for that. Um, yeah. if, if they're just making a statement and they're not giving you context, don't bother going back and forth and trying to justify anything, just keep it moving. Um, but you know, one of the things today, I was in a meeting, right? And one of the uh executives, um, during our break, he went to the whiteboard and he started drawing Garfield. I stopped what I was doing, I was in the middle of an email, I looked up, I was like, huh, I didn't know he can draw. But I was fascinated. I was like, oh, snaps, right? Yeah, yeah, and yeah. so anything creative, I'm like, boom, I'll stop. I'm like, oh, let me see what's going on here. Right. Uh, what is it? I think as creators, we are all sensitive to a degree and it's difficult to hear criticism, even if it's not harsh, but it comes with the territory. It does stay with you. It does stay with you. I mean, come on. I mean, I talk about it. Well, I, I saved every rejection letter I've ever received, bro. I got a file cabinet that's like this thick. And I'm like, damn, right? Hey, and, uh, but... It, because it, it always bothered me, it, 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 but it also acts as fuel for me. So on one hand, it's like, damn. But on the other hand, it's like, all right, I'm going to keep pushing. Right. So it's like you got to be able to just like put on your big boy, you know, jacket and just keep walking, you know. And um, uh, I think I think with age, bro, like that stuff rolls off your back easier than when you're mm -hmm. younger, I think, because with age, I mean, obviously I make I laugh at that stuff now. Hey, yo, yo, I laugh at that stuff now. You know what I mean? Like that guy said that, you know, it's funny. Back then it wasn't so funny. And even yeah. if I get like a, a critique now, yeah, of course. You you think about it, you're like, damn, they didn't like that. Okay. But does it stay with me? I guess, I guess it does, you know, like we're, we're human, right? But do I dwell on it? Nah. I mean. It stays with you. It stays, I, mean, it stay, I think it, it stays with you. What's that? I calmly thought 
go forth and multiply yourself and use their dealt as few. Now we're three years old and doing well. Yeah, there you go. There you go. You know, it's the same thing. I, I look at it this way. Like, you know, like that, you know, when you're young that in elementary school, you know, the girl you had a crush on and, and, and that turned you down, same thing in high school, whatever. You remember those things, right? It stays with you, right? So there, there are moments, I don't know about you guys, there are moments where you start reflecting in your life and you start looking and you start remembering things you forgot about, right? It stays with you in the back of your mind, right? But but it doesn't mean you stop. It didn't mean I stopped dating because I got my yeah, heart broken. I kept dating. It didn't mean I stopped drawing because someone yeah, said my stuff yeah. was ugly. I kept drawing. I, you know, I, kinda, you I, just blocked, that. I blocked that out, bro. Like, I think I try to block out all the negative stuff that's happened to me in my life. I, maybe that's not good. I mean, I need to go see some therapy. But I block it out, bro. Like, I just, I, if you ask me, yo, do you remember that girl? That, no, I don't. I don't remember that girl. Oh, well, that, yo, guess because you were the dreamer, bro. No, no. Yeah. I, just, I, just, I, I focus <laughs> on the positive. You have a legacy, I, bro. No, I don't have a legacy. <laughs> I do not have a legacy. Dude, he's not <laughs> ugly, man. <laughs> um, yeah, no, there's a lot like, of broken hearts around the world. Yes, yes. I know you. I just think that you can either, like you said, yes, we are sensitive. You know, of course, you, as, as a creator, you don't want these are your babies. You don't want people saying, hey, that sucked. You, you, of course. But I think that, Aniba said, it stays with you for a little bit. I, I don't think that, you know, five years from now, I'll still remember that. You know, I remember this because it was my first. Mm -hmm. You remember your first. That you remember. You remember your first. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah. So you remember your first. But as far as like, do it's I like, remember what that? Nah, it was like at San Diego Comic Con, right? Um, where uh, a dad was walking with his kids past my table and he looked at the alien coming out the toilet and he's, he screams real loud, You should be ashamed of yourself. And I was like, hell? Whoa, right? And then I took a look and said, What did I do? I said, It's just a needling coming out of a toilet. But you know, he was pissed, yeah. right? I didn't stop me from what I was doing. I was like, I'm just gonna keep it pushing. Right. But you know what I'm saying? But that, but I still it stood with me because <laughs> it was tremendous, it scared the crap out of me. I was like, it reminded me of like the exorcist. Like Repent. <laughs> and I was like, oh right, no. Holy water, Chad. What are you yeah. doing with that? What was, was like, it? It was just because the alien was coming out of the toilet? Yes. Nice. Yes. I was like, dude, man, yeah, made gonna, a scene. I was like, yo, you crazy, bro. You're going to see that dude at Alien, <laughs> alien Con. He's going to be out right? there, bro. He's one of those but there are those moments things. that stick with you that, that, that you know, there are moments, yeah. you know, he was basically criticizing my work, right? right. And um, um, no context, no nothing other than he yelled at me, pointed at me with this aggressive look. I was expecting security to come and he said, shut this <laughs> man down, right? I didn't know what was going on. But, you know, it, again, it didn't stop me. I didn't, like, pack up and say, like, oh, man, I just kept it going, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, so, but you're going to have those moments where people just don't like what you do at all, don't like what you represent. You know, it's like, you just got to do what you feel is right for you, you know? And uh, I love to draw. I love to create. I love to create stories. You know, uh, I just love the the, the, the the art form of being creative, right? And, uh, and so I'm going to keep doing what I love to do you know, with it, I have an audience or I don't, you know, which, you know, again, don't put too much stock in it, but remember there's a little truth to everything and, and, and be able to self-reflect, but don't take it personal. Don't, don't stop your journey because, you know, how many people think about it? You know, you talk about the one percenters, right? So you think about the world, how many people stop because they got a, a bad 
they got bad feedback. They say you'll never amount to nothing and they don't, and they just become, they just stay working for the rest of their lives. You'll never amount to, or, you know, you don't have talent or you don't have this, right? And they stop, right? And they never really fulfilled their dream or their purpose because of they put so much weight in what another person's opinion was, you know? And they never realized the true potential, right? So it's like the ones who keep fighting through, you know, it's not an easy journey. It's going to be a tough journey. I don't know anybody that, who's been successful that didn't have a rough go at it. Right. And overcome adversity and, and had to go through all this stuff and failures and learnings and all that stuff. It's part of the process. You know, I, you say that. And then I think about the artist and, and I think, I think obviously Todd famously, you know, was just rejected a lot. Was Jim rejected? I mean, Jim Lee was going to be a doctor, bro. He said, I, I'm going to stop here. I'm, I'm not going to go to <laughs> He just, I'm going to go draw because I'm nasty. Did he, did he have Michael to, Turner, Michael Turner. Yeah. was ripped apart for his art style, you know, but what happened was Mark Silvestri saw something in him and he started mentoring him, that guy was right? And he kept giving him challenges and challenges. And then next thing you know, Mark, he became from the student, he became the freaking Jedi master. And, uh, and then he, anything he touched was golden, right? So, but someone saw something in him, even though he was getting feedback on his art style, that wasn't, it wasn't there. He, he didn't know how to draw buildings or whatever. Um, and so, but he worked on his craft and he worked on his craft and then he became the number one sought out artist of his time, you know? And so it's, it all depends on how, what you, you know, if you believe in yourself and sometimes people need somebody to believe in them in order to keep pushing. Well, you that's, know? that's the balance, right? You got to yeah. find somebody who actually is going to do, whether it's, even if he does, if they do critique you, it's, it's, it's constructive. It's something that's going to keep you moving yeah. forward. Sometimes you just need that 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 fan that's on your side. No matter what you do, they're like, "Yeah, you can do it." He's like, "All right, yeah. I'll just keep doing it." Yeah, and Rocky, you know, needed you know his coach, you know, the Karate Kid, Mister Meeting, Mister Miyagi, you know. So right. it's like everybody needs somebody. Mike Tyson needed his coach, you know. It's like to see something in him, um, you know. So I think sometimes you need that, you know. I I always say to myself, if I had that 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 mentor when I was a kid, where would I be now? You know, it's like you know we you know we learned the hard way. You know, we love, we're self-taught, you know, and imagine if we had guidance, right? right you know, right. so somebody that's, tell you that's the school we need to put you in. We need to yes. do that. We need to do this. Here, here are some markers, you know, the nice one, the nice kinds, not the sharpies. You know yeah. I mean? We're draw. Yeah. So there's no. a lot of things that contribute to it. Yeah, absolutely. I, I, but I, but I think that that's, that also makes you who you are as far as resiliency, right? Because yeah. it's not, because it's never been as easy. You always know that it's going to get, it's going to be hard. So you kind of have to power through. Yeah. And, and and I think I think the passion and the love for it is what's going to keep you going. If there yeah. is if that's not there, you're going to stop. And, yeah. and for the most part, a lot of guys and we 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 know a lot of creators who've been doing this for a long time, and have they have they signed big deals with 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 you know with streaming services? No, but they're still doing it. Why? Because yeah. they love this thing. They love yeah. it, and there's still that hope that one day you'll be able to do it. But uh, Mike, you know what I mean? So. Yeah, I, I just think when it, when a critic tells you something like that, you know, take it for what it is and say, all right, you know, like like once you say, go go ahead and multiply yourself, and I'm gonna keep doing what I gotta do. I got, I'm gonna I'm gonna yeah. keep doing what I gotta do. That's yeah, it. if you if you're not getting critiqued, then you're not doing anything, right? right? The good thing is that somebody noticed you enough to put the energy and to mm -hmm. to give feedback. Yeah, yeah, that's a win, bro. Yeah, That's yeah. a win. That's why I always say bad publicity is good publicity. Use it to your advantage. You know, it, it, and, you know, don't, you know, don't, you're not always going to get four stars, right? You know, not everything does. 
But I mean, look at it. I mean, I'm a big Lord of the Rings fan. You 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 hate it, right? It's a matter of taste, yeah. right? You know, and so it only takes one yes. one yes. That's it. It only takes one yes. So you're saying it's possible. You right? cling so. <laughs> to that yes, bro. You cling to that yes. You're like, yes, yes they said it was good. I'm going to keep doing it. And, yeah. and I think that that's, again, that's a personality thing also. Don't get me wrong. Listen, man, the, 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 the imposter syndrome kicks in too. When it you does. find success. You know, when you find success, I think that's when the, all, all the negative stuff you've heard kind of creeps into your head. Like, what are they seeing? Maybe, maybe I'm not that good. How am I going to top the, the last thing I did and make it better? Maybe that was my driving Miss Daisy. Maybe that was my, 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 the best thing I've ever put out. Am I going to be able to put something out that good again? And you, you got to battle that. I mean, there's so many things, dude, that you got to battle it is. through. It's Especially tough, you know. I, I remember there was one, and I think it was because he picked up the book. And I got an email from Andy Smith. He was a writer, editor. I think it was Marvel or DC. And, um, and he sent me, he says, Samuel's done what most independents struggle doing, told a good story. My son absolutely loves duty, right? Mm -hmm. I was like, oh. Right, that was like holy. I was like, holla. That was for me, gold, bro. Yeah, I, 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 I promoted the hell out of that thing everywhere I went. Yeah. Right, and 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 I've and while duty got a lot of great reviews, there were some that weren't buying buying into duty. Right, mm -hmm. so it was like, so it's got to, so you got to take it for a grain of salt, right? So for me, it's like, um, as long as you keep working, as long as you keep learning, as long as you keep growing. You know, don't worry about the noise. There's always going to be noise. You know, I mean, no one's ever going to agree. Yeah. You can put 12 people in a room and have them watch the same movie. You're going to get 12 different opinions. Yeah. Recent, recently, even with Russ, right? So recently I, I had maybe like maybe last year, maybe a couple of years ago, I had sent out the book um, for a podcast that I was going to be on. And I didn't know they were going to review it, which is cool. So they reviewed it. And, you know, remember, here I was struggling for years. I'm not going to enjoy it. I'm going to hire somebody to enjoy it. The, the these uh this podcast these podcasters read the book and they give it their critique right and the critique was that they didn't like the art they still didn't because it, it wasn't a style that they liked it wasn't that right. it was bad art it was just a style that they didn't, they didn't like but they enjoyed the story and the only reason why they kept reading the book was because the story was good yeah. that for me was all I needed to hear you know at that point it's like all right the artwork wasn't just what they liked but the story was good. Yeah. And that's what matters. I think as creators, you're, you're an artist. I know you're an artist, but you're also a storyteller and you're a writer. So if somebody gives you, gives you uh, props for a great story, that means so much, I'm sure. Mm -hmm. Because that yeah. means that that person is going to go ahead and pick up the next book yeah. you do. And yeah. that's what we want. We want people to keep reading our stories. Yes. Yeah. You know, artwork is nice and, and, and it's good to look at it, but you want those people to keep reading your stories. I had negative and positive conversations on my stuff on the same day this week at the gun. One person wasn't feeling it at all. The other said it, it inspired him. That's it, it. It's it's a roller coaster ride. Yeah. It's just yeah. it's just this constantly that dude. Like it's yeah. crazy. It's it's people who open up your book and close it and, and walk away. It's people who sit there and just look at every single thing on the page. And they're like, I, I, had a, about, I had a publisher that said, and it was an editor from the publisher, said, it's, and it was, I submitted it to them, right? And says, it's not for our publication, but my kids absolutely love it. <laughs> it's not, <laughs> right? say, it, say it again, say it again. It's not, it's not for our publication, but oh. my kids absolutely love it. 
Wow. <laughs> I was like, yo, it was like I got both hit and mm. kissed at the same time. I was like, you son of a it's like yeah. it's like someone, it's like a girl comes over you and says, kiss me, you kiss it, and she just slaps you. <laughs> it's like, yo, what the hell was that about? Oh <laughs> it's my like, God, that is crazy. That's crazy. George Heresy. Yeah. Yes, 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 indeed. Wow, that's crazy, bro. Yeah. So what? What? So what? They published not maybe not kid stuff. Is that what it was? They published like maybe just more adult content and stuff. And that's why they he was were looking that? for more stuff, more like um, art styles, like Calvin and Hobbes, that kind of stuff. Mm. They, they weren't digging my, you know, like boy. He, at least this person wasn't. But right, right. but his know, kids loved it. His kids <laughs> loved it, which is just you know, it's like. But that's what that, that, that's the reality of the game. Yeah. Right. Yeah. That's a real. I mean, look at J.K. Rowling. How many times she got passed up, and they said, you know, she, you know, the story sucks, and it's not for them, and whatever. And then one person just said, "Boom!" and it became a billion-dollar yes. franchise. That one, yes, yes, yeah. one, yes. You know, so it's like you're not going to please everybody. You just got to keep you, the moral of the story is keep trying. Yeah, keep going. No matter how many times you get knocked down, keep trying. You know, you know, Sylvester so Stallone said it best in Rocky, bro. You know, it's not how many times you get hit, it's what you know, how many times yeah. you get up after you get hit. It's how right? hard you can get hit and right. keep moving forward. Yes. Yeah. You know, and it's like that, that's the reality of life. And expect the lumps, expect the hits, yeah. expect people not to dig what you do, yeah. expect people not to like your podcast, expect people to not like you. It's that's just the reality of the game. Bro, you gotta you gotta build that tough skin. If you don't have tough skin in this game, you're gonna get eaten alive, and you yeah. gotta out quick. It, yeah. It's about that tough skin. It's about saying, "Hey, I don't, I don't care." I don't yeah. Care. And it rubs people the wrong way too, because you know, because you can be like, "Look, you know, sticks and stones, and keep it moving." Like, oh, that boy, he's arrogant or whatever. It, it that comes with the game too. It isn't that, bro. I just don't. I'm not gonna feed into it. I appreciate the fact that you took the time. Thank you. On to the next. You know, and I think that's where you know. It, it's you're going to get one shot at this this on this planet, and if you love what you do, don't give it up because someone told you something. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? It's just somebody words. They're was, just words. They said it was garish and ga and gaudy. They call them. They call them double G. They, oh, yo, they were like, yo, this is that double G, son. You know what's sad? Uh, I, I still what, I believe 100. If you would have honed your craft, yeah, I love yeah, the way you. I, I love the way you illustrated Russ. I, yeah. you know, I just love the the way you captured that look. I really enjoyed it. I yeah. like it better than the, what the guys yeah. the guys are doing. I, I, yeah, I hear you. I, you I, know I, what I'm saying? I, I should have been like, keep it more to this. This is yeah, because you had a style that was like very street graffiti ish, almost right. slight slightly manga. It was like a com. It was unique to you. It was your flavor. So right. if any, if you would have honed your craft, they would have been like, "That's a Medina right there, bro." Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. Because it was, it was, there was nobody that looked like what you were doing. Yeah. yeah. No, and that's and that's you know, some people say I, I remember we had somebody who said they don't believe in style, but I think that people have a style. Like I yes. think people, I do believe that when you draw a piece or when Anibal draws a piece. That you can tell, you know who it is. Gritty Gilbert, give a shout out to Gil. Gil was one of the first ones to to buy our stuff, bro. Like he was OG number one. So thank you, Gil, for believing yeah. in, yes. in in, in the cause. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, dude. Like, oh, and I was gonna say about those words. I, they, when they hit me with that stuff, bro, I had to go look them up. I was like, "What does this mean?" I, <laughs> yeah, I remember. I remember you were you were you you really took it to heart. I remember that time. Ooh, I remember boy. how many times I was telling you. I said, "Who cares, bro?" Wah, wah, wah. I used to say wah, to you all the time, wah, wah, "I said, who cares? Keep doing it." And, yeah, you know, man. you took it to heart, and uh, you know. But yeah. again, I you know, it's like 
it was it was it hey sam i'm always telling george to pick up the best i know, I know. I know. He, is, yes. he is he does he does tell me that stubborn yeah <laughs> stubborn <laughs> no i will not yeah you know i, I mean listen it, it's it's uh it's one of those things where it's yeah you know, so there's a lot to learn when it comes dude to i self-criticize -crit myself when I was trying to draw for bid, and I was like, "Yo, I suck," right? <laughs> so I was like, "Yo, this is this is too much work." But that's I a whole different style, though. Right, that, right. That, that's that's because your your style of art didn't fit that book. Right, and I was like, yeah. I just couldn't do it, and I was like, "Yo," I said, nah, "I can't do this to myself, Sam." And I yeah, I'm trashing myself. I don't I don't need the critics. I was like, "Yo, you suck. <laughs> don't do that anymore." Right? Yo, stop so, drawing that. That's another thing. Awareness. Know your strengths. Yeah, Self-awareness, right? Self-awareness. Self know your strengths. Is big. You know? It's a... Uh... <laughs> he said, yo, Sam, stop drawing. Yeah. Put, your, put it down. Put I got an argument you. with myself. I was like, yo, why you got to be so rude? I'm just telling you, man. <laughs> why you got to be so rude, dog? You so mean. Hey, I'm telling you the truth. I'm telling this for your own good. Yeah, oh, man. I couldn't draw man. hair like Anibal could, bro. He's like, you down south like, soon. There... <laughs> They're different styles. They're different styles. You know, like you can tell when that is. Step away from the artboard. <laughs> get out of there, fool. Get out of there. Oh, man. Yeah, I man, tried. That, that self-awareness is big, bro. You got to have it. It is. It, you know, that's the biggest yeah. thing. It's like, put the pencil down. Yeah, man. I was like, yo, I had myself in a headlock. I was like, don't do it. Go on me. Uh, but yeah, dude. I mean, listen, I, like you said, more of the story, don't quit because somebody, you know, had a bad day and decided to give you a bad review. <laughs> you yeah. know what I mean? Like, don't do it. Don't do it. Don't do it and, but at the same time, don't put all your eggs on that positive basket. They tell yes. you it's great. Don't put all your eggs on that one either. You know what I mean? You, you yes. can still improve. No. You can still improve. That doesn't mean yes. you're great just because somebody says, yo, man, this is the best. No, no, no. <laughs> you can keep... <laughs> we are making yeah, no, yeah, issue zero. No, yeah. Yeah, yeah no, yeah, yeah, no more issue zeros. Zero. <laughs> no more issue zeros. <laughs> Yo, the issue zero was the thing back in the day. Yeah, bro. It was. It, it, it was the image thing. Image had a bunch of yeah, issue man. zeros, bro. Yeah. Uh, but no, Judy yeah. didn't have an issue zero, so I'm just saying. That's true. That's true. Yeah. But, nah, but yeah, but to that point, I mean, listen, just don't don't put your eggs on, on any basket. Even if somebody yeah. gives you a positive review. You can always get better. If somebody gives you a yeah. bad review, get better. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like yeah. you can always improve. You can always improve, man. Don't don't yeah. don't think that you know you're the greatest thing since sliced bread because somebody said you. you yeah, you I got reviews for everything I've created, right? And um and all of them are mixed, right? And so you take it and you learn from it. And I think that's the big the, the biggest thing is that again I said in the beginning I'll say it again. There's some truth to everything. It's what you take with it um, and what do you use, how you use it to propel yourself forward, right? And that's the biggest thing. Never giving up. Keep pushing forward. You know, there's always going to be somebody um, that has something to say. I had a teacher to tell me that um, I'm a long way for being an artist. But then I had another teacher who, who every morning before class started, let me draw on the chalkboard, right? Yeah. And encouraged me, right? Mm -hmm. So two different approaches. One's, right, right, is not encouraging. The other one's encouraging. So it's like... Um, you know, you just got to, you know, react to, hang on to your huevos rancheros. <laughs> you <laughs> like that That's right. You know what I'm saying? But um, same school, same grade, two different teachers, two different approaches. Yeah. Right. And uh, I had to make a choice and I just kept drawing. Yeah, that's it, man. I've been drawing uh, those big heads and little feet and, you know, they know how to, and they were all stiff. 
walking ro- Yo, like you robots. Know funny though? If you if you look at like I, I follow Jim Lee talking about Jim Lee, I just you said little Phoebe. If you look at some of the stuff he was drawing when he was a teenager, it was terrible. Like his artwork <laughs> was terrible. The get the guy's nasty now, but back oh, then yeah. he was not. He was not. You would not think, oh man, this kid's gonna be somebody at sixteen. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like he just didn't have it back then. Yeah. But, I mean, I had my boys. Uh, my, you know, when I was in high school, used to rip me on my art style. He's like, "There goes Sam drawing those big heads again, right?" And it's like, "Yo, you I'll show your big heads." <laughs> I was like, "You bastard," right? And so I was like, "But there was always somebody better than me, and that inspired me. Yeah. There was always somebody who was at an advanced stage." I'm like, "Yo, how do you get there, mm-hmm. right?" And you know, and so for me, it was always trying to, you know, catch up to that that person. Um, you know, I was always chasing that person. Yeah. You know, and and so for me now I'm just I'm just chasing me trying to be better than I was yesterday, um, you know. And so and you know, when I was a propreneur, I would find something that I I was uncomfortable drawing, and I spent a week drawing it from different positions and angles so I can master it, and so because I had the time to do it, right? So I was like, all right, yeah, yeah, you know, I always had a difficult time drawing bicycles, right? And so and getting the right angles, and so I said, I'm going to spend a week just drawing the bicycle from different angles, above, down, sideways, to try to make sure I get it right. And um, so now when I have to draw it from memory, the muscle memory is there, and I didn't have to use a reference. And that was that's what my goal was to try to create a database in my mind, so I don't have to always use a reference, Um, you know. But you know. There's nothing wrong with using references, but it was just me trying to challenge myself to get better. Yeah, 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 man, for sure, for sure. Is it? Rob Life, I should have taken your advice. Not <laughs> <laughs> <Stop>, Mark. <laughs> yeah. What's up, Marky Mark? Yeah, in the funky man. bunch. Yeah, man. I know Life gets 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 a uh, gets a bad rap. I, I like I said, I didn't like his always either. I just thought. I still like his. Sometimes I get annoyed by some I, of the I things even, he draws. Even, like, what is it? Like, you know what it is? He's he's. Very dynamic poses. Yeah. It's the dynamic poses that get you. you and it's the I mean? way he uses the line work. It's not really hatching or cross hatching. It's like the way he uses those, those lines. But, I mean, you know that he doesn't draw feet well, you know. And, <laughs> uh, you know, feet, it, it, yeah, the feet looks anatomy. like an arrow. You know, every time he draws the feet, looks like an arrow. And, uh, but, you know, uh, and he's a splash page guy, right? He hates yeah. backgrounds. You know that, no, you know. Yeah. His guns, they don't look like today's guns. They're all like some sort of futuristic guns. So he, he always makes up his own guns because he doesn't draw the, what guns look like today. So you know you know that. So I'm like, because I've grown to accept it. I was like, you know, so I was like, all right, I'll take it. I know that this is the things you don't like to do, but I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to support you anyway, because I, so I still find it appealing. And now look how big Deadpool is, right? <laughs> like, I get that. Does he get, does, is he getting anything for that? He gets residuals. He's always he getting free stuff. He goes to all the screenings. He gets free stuff all the time. He so he must be getting money. some sort of residuals. Oh, yeah. Feet. Elbows. <laughs> <laughs> A million always lost. Damn, <laughs> the list goes on. Damn, damn. Damn, Rob, you want to come on the show and, and, and defend yourself, sir? Come yeah, on now. come on now to catch the craze. I still think Young Blood, if he would have done it right, would have rivaled X Men. If he would have done it right, um, it would have been the hottest thing today. What did he say? He's got creators. He gets because, yeah, he's got yeah, he gets yeah, he gets yeah. ducats because every time you look, he's always getting free. Statues and all that stuff. He's always at the premieres. He's always at the yeah. screenings. But I'm wondering if they're giving him that instead of actual money. They're like, right, no, I think I think he's okay. I think he's getting paid. I was like, because that would suck. Yeah, well, you yeah. get to come to the movie. Thanks. Like that's like a ten dollar ticket. Well, fifteen, maybe twenty something nowadays. <laughs> so yeah, he gets to walk the carpet with the celebrities and all that other stuff, and uh, he goes to all that stuff. Yeah. 
But uh, you guys, I, I watch them on Facebook all the time. Um, yeah. 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 But uh, yeah. But again, you know what you're gonna get. You know, it's like I love watching Rob. Um, Tom McFarlane draw live. Right. Oh, yeah. Every time Tom, he goes Tom, on, that dude, man. <laughs> That guy know. is so talented. He will start he with a with a part of the body you don't know where he's going. And next, you know, he got this beautiful piece. I'm like, you, dude. But you know what I like about about him too is that he's he he he's accepted the digital. Like he's yeah. nasty with that with that with that. With he that doesn't even do the pencil part. He goes straight yo, to inks. Yo, he's like, like he's nasty with that. Yeah, like I give, I give you credit, bro. You you mastered that thing. Like you're like yes. pencil and pen for what? I got yes. this antique or whatever the hell he's using iPads. He's using like yeah. iPads, bro. He's not even using like the expensive stuff. He, he's, yeah, he's he's, he's legit. cranking stuff out, dude. I'm like this guy right here, bro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's talent, bro. You know, and it's confidence. You gotta, you gotta. He, he's not afraid of it. I, I think some people are afraid of digital. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? That's it's like, what well, Todd not only has artist talent, but also good. Yeah, I mean, the guy is the man. I mean, he is. He the is. Godfather. Yeah, I mean, he took a play from Stan Lee, and you know, he you know he created yeah. his own game in his own lane. Yeah. And he, but you know what it was? I think he stepped away from comics. It wasn't just comics for him. It was like, yeah, I, he it had was an empire. Pillars. He had his pillars, right? Comics, movies, cartoons, toys. Like he knew what he wanted to do. He knew that comics weren't going to make him all the money. He knew he had to expand. And so yeah. he did. And I think a lot of us have a hard time because we love comics so much, comic, comic, comics, that we, no, no, we don't want to do anything else but comics. And to him, it was like, yeah, I love comics too, but I got to go make some toys. You know, I gotta go get some cartoons made. I gotta do, you know, yeah. I gotta do this. I gotta go buy a baseball. That's it's not just him, but if you want, just yeah. for just for publicity. Yeah, it's like next year I'm investing in my own press for my garage. And I'm gonna do my own screen printing for my shirts right. um, instead of using a third party. And um, and so I'm gonna be doing that um, next year. I, I want to. I want my. I'm I'm investing in my own printers to do my own stickers. You know everything from home, so I'm not paying somebody else. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, for me, if I'm going to take it to that next level, and it's really about branding um, my product and, and and controlling the destiny. And a lot of it is, you know, inspiration you take from guys like McFarlane who created their own lane. Yeah, yeah, yeah man, those guys, merchandising. Yeah, 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 he, yeah. Did, he did all that, all that stuff. But yeah, everybody. So yeah, so you know, what doesn't kill you make you stronger. At the end of the day. And, and, and the what doesn't critic. kill you makes you stronger. Oh, oh, okay. 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 okay, easy, easy. Take it easy, bro. Uh, what doesn't kill you makes you stronger. So a back critic, a back critique on your book is not going to kill you. It's not going to kill you. Dude. Nah. So just, you know, take it with a grain of salt. Keep working. You know what I mean? And, and, and do your thing. And then at the end yeah. Of the day, you're yeah. Yo, here's I got a review from one person. Um, um, for one of the books back in the days and it was both positive and negative and i oh, and i omitted the negative and i just used the positive quote <laughs> yeah that's what you do bro that's what you do what do you think i mean but that's what everybody does right yeah. you think about movies like they don't they don't freaking put the negative stuff they put in there they're like yeah. this book you know this movie was fantastic but uh -uh, we're gonna erase the, we're gonna we're gonna ignore the butt and we're just gonna go with this movie was fantastic, fantastic. That's, that's it. it that's all i um. need to hear yeah yeah the new york post you know what I mean? that's like, it Let's, let's keep it popping. Mm -hmm. Yeah, man. Yes, indeed, sir. Do we have yeah. a guest next week, or are we going to be talking shop again? Do we have a guest? Let's see. That, that humble room. Um, so, because I think we, we do did not have a guest, we decided to just. Make oh, we did have shop. a guest. They, they oh, canceled last have, minute. They canceled yesterday. Oh, um, bad guest. Yeah, you know it's indies. They get a bad rep. That's why. <laughs> <It's indies>. uh, <laughs> what happens? Is damn indies. <laughs>
Jesus. No, we don't. So we'll be just be back. We'll come up with another topic. We'll All be right. back with that topic. Um, we don't have another guest till the first, oh. which will be Stephen Russell and Joseph Miles Pittman. And they are former U.S. Army infantrymen, veterans of the Iraq War, current artist Joseph Miles Pittman, letterer nice. at Global Comics. Um, yeah, so it's cool. It's uh, Tales of Nihilism is the name of the comic. So, uh, yeah, they will be on the show. We have two guests on that night, so that's going to be fun. Uh, what is it? What is it? Just, Just saw a... What doesn't kill you? Head <laughs> up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. So, yeah, so next week we'll come back with another topic. If you guys want a topic that you want us to cover next week, put it in the comments today. Um, if you haven't done so already, give us a thumbs that's up, you know. Those algorithms help us. And remember, whenever you subscribe to Cast the Craze, you're helping bring more eyes to the indie community because when we grow, the indie, the, our, our talent grows. It's more exposure for our guests. So, uh, yeah, it was a fun It was a fun night. Yeah, and yeah. You know, thank, thank you, everybody, who came on tonight to uh, join us for this conversation. Okay. I'll be your guest next week. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, listen, so the other thing is to do, too, share I'll this be video. your Huckleberry. Share, share this video. <laughs> share the video out. Share the video yes. out. Thanks, Aniva. Yes. Share it out to your buddies. You know, people who are in the industry who, who you know, you think you'll enjoy this. Just share it. Yeah, retweet it. Post it. Let it, let the world know where you where, where the where the boys were talking about. Um. Yeah. 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 It was it's fun night. I, I love doing this. I think, you know, I always have fun when we have topics and we just just chill with with all of you out there. So thank you all for, you know, setting some time aside to join us tonight. We appreciate you. Word, word. Um, Yo, and don't stop yeah. creating. Don't stop creating. Some don't stop creating, days. man. Yeah. Screw that, That's man. Just one person's opinion. So, uh, Uno. yeah, yeah, my brother. Hey, listen, don't yes. forget, Sammy's going to be all over the place in the next couple of weeks, right? Where yeah, you if you're in Texas, join me at the Denton uh, right. Comic Art Exposition, August 5th at the Civic Denton Civic Center. And then August 12th, I'll be at Collected Comics doing a book signing for their new um, new store. It's a brand new store opening, so that's going to be dope. Um, what's this? Uh, Mike Fuego. Um, and uh, and don't forget, the art contest is going. So if you haven't done so already, you know, show us your duty show skills. Duty. Lots of a chance to win $100 plus for a month of free promotion and have a one-on-one -on -one interview for an hour plus featured in the book and so much more. Um, and deadline is the first. And George will be at a book signing. Yes, I will be signing designated with Mark Torres, who's in the chat. And we're going to be there with Jenny Feldy and Russ Braun, who did that cover that you're seeing right there, Wednesday, July 19th. We're going to be at the store signing. Also, if you go to my website, pick up your copy, uh, your digital copy of Russ 5377, issue number one right now. $199. let us go get them. Let's go get them. Go to my website. Get your and for all you Kickstarter backers, um, check your emails. Digital files have been sent and physical uh, books are going out this week. So look in the mailbox as they'll be coming. And don't forget to sign up for book number six, which launches October 2nd this year and this one's going to be fuego introduce a lot of new characters it's going to be so much fun so with that said we appreciate every single one of you i am sam the crazy man vera george the dream of medina and we are no i was talking about my friend aquise i met him the other 
Why is this what you were thinking? Oh, Why you describing? He said, I'm the idiot. What? You're listening to Catch the Craze. You're listening to Catch the Craze. You are listening to Catch the Craze. This is crazy. You're listening to Catch the Craze. Bobby. Girl.